This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Shotgun. Murray. Out of the pocket. Seven seconds. Six seconds. Murray. Heaves it down. This is BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel with the Joes, Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio from BetQL. With you, another hour on the BetQL Network. We are presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Ed Egros from FanDuel will drop by in about 20 minutes. He is terrific on the NFL and college football, so we'll... uh, Find out what Ed is thinking. He's a guy that really breaks down the numbers uh, for the upcoming NFL and college football seasons. That will be fun. Lightning bets 40 minutes from now, per usual, 1142 Eastern time on the BetQL network. But uh, Joe G, our loyal listeners, know that every day we break down at least two NFL teams, how we bet the win total, anything else that stands out. And we're going through the NFC West. We discussed the two favorites, Niners and Rams, yesterday. So today we move on. I say the underdogs, but it's hard to say underdogs when we're talking about this division. You have Seattle with a win total that is in the double digits of 10. And we've learned it's pro- it's a losing proposition to go under on Seattle, no matter how things are lining up. And Arizona, the fourth place team, at least that's where they're expected to finish. The win totals eight. That's barely a losing season. If they go over, it's a winning season at nine and eight. Yeah, it's an incredible division, and in a in a conference now, in a league, in a, in a in a league that has seven playoff teams at each conference, it is not out of the question. I know it's difficult. The math makes it difficult because they play each other twice a year. They beat up on each other. Joe, it's not out of the question that we get four teams from a division that make the playoffs. I mean, it, it absolutely could happen, and this is the kind of division with these four teams where it could happen. We talked mm-hmm. yesterday about the favorites here. We love we love the Rams. We love the Niners. They're both really good teams. Contenders to get to the Super Bowl. Let's we can start with Seattle. I mean, they've never won less than nine games since Russell Wilson became their quarterback. We're going on a decade now. I believe this is year 10. 2012 was Russell Wilson's first year. This will be year 10. And I don't think the trend changes this year. Now, I don't I don't think that we're talking about 13 wins and a top seed and a, and, and they're the best team, but I would be surprised if they win less than, than nine. I know their number is 10. They're over under at FanDuel's 10 wins. But I, I go, my baseline in my head is nine with a Russell Wilson-led team because that's all I've ever seen. So Russell Wilson uh, gave his demand, but he didn't give his trade demand. Here's my list, but here's not my list. Oh, I didn't give the list. So it doesn't mean, it means I want to stay right here. I love where I'm at. Well, they have a new offensive coordinator. His name is Shane Waldron. He's coming from the Rams. So he stays in the division. That's pretty fascinating. Um, so Waldron is the guy. Another change at OC. We'll see if they let Russ cook. That'll be the conversation like it is every single year. Um, offensive line is still a problem. I feel like over that decade, you've been discussing them going over that win total with Russ. feels like we've been saying that the Seahawks offensive line is bad. 
for a decade. And does that matter a ton? Well, he, he has the mobility. At some point in his career, he won't be able to uh, to elude pass rushers like he has. Uh, but you got to talk about the issues they could be facing with that offensive line. Is it a luck factor or is it just a Russell Wilson factor that they go eight and three last season and one score games, eight and three. I mean, for me, anytime I see the Seahawks as a big dog, I'm going to consider them because you know, at the end of the game, they're going to have a shot when the Seahawks have the ball. Now, defensively, that's the big variable here. What are we going to get from this squad? We got two different defenses last year. Russ is cooking, looking like an MVP in the first half of the season. And while that's going on, on the defensive side of the ball, they were on pace to be the worst pass defense we've ever seen. They fixed things in the second half, and then Russ isn't the same QB. What do you know? The scoring on offense goes down a little bit, but so did uh, the points allowed on defense. They actually were somewhat competent, something they were not in the first half. Yeah, they couldn't mesh the two things. And I thought Russell Wilson's second half, it, looked, it felt like a little bit of a physical drop-off. I, I don't know. Are we reaching the point, Russell Wilson, where he's about to physically drop off a little bit? I think the new coordinator will be good for him because, you know, that's the offense the Rams ran for in the most part, right? The offense that Aaron Rodgers has excelled in for the last couple of years with LaFleur in Green Bay. I think, this, I think it'll be a, a good thing for Russell Wilson for his longevity, for staying really good for the next couple of years in this new offense. The defense is a big question. Joe, if they're the defense they were from, let's say, Thanksgiving on, they will win 10 games and be in the playoffs again. Mm -hmm. If they are more towards the defense they were early in the season, they could finish last in this division. They could. I mean, I, I don't project them to be a bad team, but this is a great division, and we'll get to Arizona in a couple minutes. They're on. They're rising, right? They're they're right there. They're the best last-place team in, in projected in the NFL. So it, it's like thin ice in this division. Like, if you slip a little bit, you could go from, hey, we can win the Super Bowl to, hey, we're going to miss the playoffs. It looks like it's going to be a, a soft ending. Now, in weeks four and five, they go back to back, San Francisco and the L.A. Rams. And, okay, so you got San Francisco, as long as they stay healthy. They should be on October 3rd. It's the first month of the season. Uh, San Francisco, that's a, that's a great defense. Rams, great defense. We don't like Pittsburgh on this show, but great defense in three consecutive weeks. That could be a rough patch, but things do lighten up in the last five games. Houston at the Rams. That's your tough one. Houston, L.A. Rams, Chicago, Detroit, Arizona. Uh, so if, if they're in, if they're uh, if you have an under ticket and they're sitting around eight, nine wins you're still live there at the tail end of the season you are um do we give them a boost with fans returning it's been the best home field advantage in football for a long time they lost a home playoff game last year that at home field it, it's not right joe there's not many that really make a significant difference right we you know we feel it as fans but really yeah. i mean how many home fields change the or move a line or make you feel like that team's going to win or that hook or whatever not this many. is a top three spot yes this is one. I mean, for years, yeah. no one could go in there and win. It was just, it was, it was impossible. It's got to give them a boost. Like having fans back has got to give them some sort of boost. They, they lost a home playoff game. I mean, that doesn't happen often in Seattle. I wouldn't bet the under uh, division odds are plus 270. I look to the Super Bowl odds because that's the kind of ceiling they have. When you have an elite quarterback, that's where you're at. And like I said, we, we don't know what the defense is going to look like. I feel like there's no value in 20 to one. I agree. 
Um, 20 to 1 to, to, to win the Super Bowl, 10 to 1 to get to the Super Bowl, plus 270 to win the division. I'm the Seahawks are a stay away for a lot of these for me. I, yeah, 10 feels right. I could see nine, but I'm with you and I wouldn't bet the under. I also would not touch the over. I don't think they're winning 11 games. It's a different, are we going to get three 11 win teams in the same division? That's hard to imagine. And so, so you're assuming Rams and Niners are locked in. Well, they're, we said they're both yeah. around there, right? We have the Niners over, yeah. and I have the Rams right around the same mark. I think the Rams are better than the Seahawks. I uh, I feel like I don't know what to do with these two teams in the bottom of the NFC West. That's where I'm at. I, I feel the strongest about San Francisco, but especially when it comes to these two teams, I'm not sure. One of my favorite bets on Seattle, and we talked about it a couple weeks ago, is uh, the Russell Wilson passing yards under on the season. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. That could play. And I, I would think they run the ball a little bit more. They're not going to let Russ cook as much as maybe he wants. The one thing, and, and we brought it up a lot, and we, we touched on it yesterday with the um, the difference between the 49ers playing the Bengals and the uh, Rams playing the Ravens. The AFC North counterpart, right, that 17th game this year, right. it is for the it's for Seattle, they go to Pittsburgh. Which is not not it's not a it's not an overly difficult game. They could win that game in Pittsburgh early in the season, but it's also a trip to, to Pittsburgh across the country. Great yeah. defense, yeah. So it's and it's right after Niners Rams and before the Saints. That's a tough spot. That's a tough spot, no doubt. Yeah. So they're uh, they're at ten with their over under. Then we have the Arizona Cardinals, who are at eight with the over under this year. What, what's uh, let's just start the conversation this way with the Arizona Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Kyler Murray is he ready to take one more step? Is, is is this what Kyler Murray is? Because if this is what he is, he's good, right? I was reading the Mike Sando quarterback tiers on the Athletic. I think they had him twelve. Um, he's a good quarterback, right? He's he's an electric quarterback. You also look at his numbers last year, post the shoulder getting banged up around the beginning of November. He's a different quarterback, right? The quarterback that threw that hail mary to beat the Bills in early November versus the quarterback we saw late in the season. It was a different guy. MVP contender. Yes. If Kyler Murray takes one more leap, the Cardinals will make the playoffs. If he's the Kyler Murray, he was last year. Good dynamic, not great. They're going to finish in last place again. Like he's the X factor in this division. Under is plus money. And uh, we're talking about minus minus one thirty at FanDuel Sportsbook for the over minus one thirty. Someone that I trust that we talked to the other day, uh, Eric Eager from Pro Football Focus. He likes Arizona over as a play here. And then there are a lot of people he thinks that are just throwing them away um, because of Cliff Kingsbury in some big spots. Uh, Do you trust that he's going to improve as a game manager, as a head coach? I don't have a lot of trust in him. But it's night and day. The difference between this team with a healthy Kyler Murray versus a banged-up Kyler Murray, uh, we just said it a moment ago, he was in the MVP conversation. I know we get crazy. We overreact to the first month of the season, 
and, and you can't do that. But he was truly in that conversation. The people, there was a moment in time where he was top three, top four, um, and his odds kept uh, going down, 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 and they weren't that uh, long to begin with. It was like 25 to start the season, and they were getting cut and cut every single week, and then he dealt with the injury, and things completely changed. So that's something uh, to take into account if you're looking at this win total. They are 6-1 to one on the division. 8-8 eight and eight last year, win totals 8, and you add a game. Okay, you're 8-8 eight and eight with an injured Murray, and now you're adding a game? There's one reason that I would consider going the over. Uh, what do you think? Are, are they better? How about that? Are they better with a healthy Murray, but with, like, J.J. Watt at this stage? He was pretty yeah. good last year. He was. Uh, that was a surprise. A.J. But Green a, they brought in. The corpse of A.J. Green. Yeah. You also lose Patrick Peterson to the Vikings secondary. So looking at that, are they better or much of the same? They take a linebacker in the first round, off-the-ball linebacker, which then kind of pushed a Jordan Hicks to ask for a trade. They never traded him, so they're kind of stacked at linebacker in a league where you need more defensive backs and front seven players. James Conner is their RB1? Yeah, the, the who's the uh, linebacker they took in the first round last year? The, the hybrid player out of Clemson, Simmons. Uh, oh, yeah. it, does he make a leap? Yeah. I mean, he was a highly touted you know, young player coming out of college football. Can they? I, I don't know. Their defense was pretty good last year under Vance Joseph. I would say it was top half of the league. Um, but can they jump again, or is they going to kind of stagnate there? There's a lot of weird parts to this team. I don't love the coach. Joe, let me let me point this out because I think it's it's going to tell the tale of their season. I feel like the first three games are all toss ups the way I see them. How many of them do you think they win? Because let me give you their fourth, fifth, and sixth game. Okay, their fourth game is at the Rams. Their fifth game is hosting the Niners. Their sixth game is at Cleveland. So that's a really difficult cool. stretch. Okay? First three games. How many do they win? At Tennessee, home for Minnesota, at Jacksonville. Can they walk out of there two and one? Yes. 100% they can. Will they? Because that might hinge the season. If they're one and two, and then they have to go in that stretch, they're, they might be in some trouble. And, you know, I don't want to take the easy way out, but what I just heard, that schedule you just ran down in their first six games, I heard three and three. And they have eight wins on the season, which means that you would have a slight advantage there. Yeah, and then after that, it's uh, the Texans. So they'd be four and three after that. They, oh, they, you'd be feeling good. You would. Uh, they yeah. also their home slate this year. They've got some. They got good a uh, good home slate. Minnesota, Houston, uh, Green Bay is a tough one, obviously. But Carolina, um, they have the cold slate in the season. They have their their teams. They should win a bunch of home games this year and boost that record. You like the over nine? I, I think I'm talking myself into over eight, even though it's a juiced eight. Uh, we mentioned the defense. I don't hate the defense. You said they weren't that bad. I, I tend to agree with you, even though they're not going to have Patrick Peterson this year. Well, they had Malcolm Butler on the outside. Okay, so you, you add Butler. Maybe we'll have uh, a J.J. Watt that turns back the clock a little bit. I mean, every time I watch a Cardinals game, Buda Baker is standing out. The dude is just making plays, and I I, did, I thought it was a nice value play to get Zayvon Collins. Looks like he's going to be a starting linebacker, uh, the rookie. So I don't mind what they have on defense. It, it just comes down to uh, this offense. Are they going to be able to take it to the next level, and can the quarterback stay healthy for the entire season? If you're telling me that Kyler's going to be healthy, I really like the over eight. I do too. It's a make or break season for Kingsbury. If they don't, if if they go under their number, he's out. Four he's four above five hundred teams. Yes, that would. Yeah, that would be. Has that ever happened? <laughs> I don't know. I would guess no. 
I mean, it, last year we got close, but the Cardinals yeah. went eight and eight. That it, it feels almost impossible for it to happen. The seventeenth game helps with that. Here's my final thought on Kyler. He he has the ability to be the first four thousand, one thousand quarterback in NFL history. He could do that. Four thousand yeah. passing, one thousand rushing. I wouldn't bet it, but if I had to pick a team, okay. So if I'm trying to figure out a team that uh, is not above five hundred in this division, I'd go Seattle. But that's losing, a that's a losing, losing bet. It is. Well, it's, yeah. it, I mean, it's literally a losing bet every year. Russell Wilson's. Career, but that's. But, I feel better about Arizona than Seattle going in. Kyler's healthy. I'm with you. Yeah. Just can he stay healthy at that frame? He's slight. He's a small guy. This is BetQL Daily. Joe O and Joe G. We're gonna bring in Ed E. Ed Egros from FanDuel Sportsbook. We'll drop by. Uh, talk about the upcoming NFL and college football seasons. Has some futures uh, that he wants to share with you guys. Keep it locked on BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.